On today's episode, we're talking how to find meaning in the face of adversity. It's going to be a good one. Stay tuned. If there's anything I've learned from my time caring for the seriously ill, it's to appreciate the extraordinary gift of this thing we call life. Hi, I'm Dr. Kathy Zhang, palliative care physician, author, and speaker. And my goal is to bring the clarity, purpose, and meaning often found at the end of life to help you live your best and most fulfilling existence now. I truly believe everyone on this planet has a purpose, and it's my mission to help you filter out the noise and discover yours. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. I hope you had a great week. It's been a decent week for me, ups and downs as usual, but overall, I I can't complain. Sorry if my voice sounds a little different or a little raspy. I've been chugging water like crazy, but we went out last night for the first time in a long time. We went out past midnight. We actually were home and we were like, should we go? Should we not? And it's just this moment where you're just like, oh, the bed, the couch, Netflix, or should we go out and see our friends? And we made the decision for the latter. And it was so, so nice to just be around friends. It was the first time we were out in a bar, a crowded bar for the past, I don't know, year, maybe more. And it felt really nice. And we were talking amongst ourselves about residency. These were people that I knew from years ago. And we were talking about our life paths. And it really got me thinking, I actually matched to my third choice so the, the residency that I went to wasn't my first choice and wasn't my second choice, actually. And I remember match day being really bummed about it, being like, I guess I wasn't what they wanted. I wasn't good enough to match to these two other ones. But now, years later, I'm thinking about it and just how grateful I am that life worked out for me in that way. I never would have been able to have the connections that I had, the friendships that I made, and even a moment like yesterday where actually, here's a wild thing. We were there with a bunch of residency friends, and literally, we had been there 20 minutes, and a couple of other residency friends just walked right in, not knowing that we were there. They were just like, oh, our friend, we were here visiting for a birthday, and their mutual friend lived three blocks from the bar that we were at and said, why don't we go there? And then it just became this kind of weird confluence of events in a city that has millions and millions and millions of people. Same time, same place. It's kind of wild. And it just felt like we were all meant to be there at that same time. And that's what I wanted to talk about today is just kind of this consideration of how is life working for you rather than against you, or how is life happening for you rather than to you? And we were talking about things like if we had still been in the relationships that we were in the past, we would never be with our current partners now who were really, really happy and grateful and excited to be with. Or if something else hadn't worked out or hadn't worked out in our favor the way that we wanted to, then we'd never be in our current position. And it really, really makes you think 
about the trajectory of your life and how your life can change based on the decisions that you make or that you don't make or the things that happen in your life, whether as a direct result of the actions that you take or because it just is random or something just happened to you. And so often in palliative care, I think about my patients, especially when they've been diagnosed with a serious or terminal illness. And invariably, the first question that comes up is, why me? Right? It's a natural, instinctive question to be like, why is this happening to me right now? What did I do to deserve this? I hear my patients tell me, you know, I've been a good person. I have a strong faith or I have never done anyone any malice. I've cared for my family. I've worked hard. Why me? And that's one of the most difficult questions in my line of work is what answer am I supposed to reply with? What answer can anyone give for why people face challenges for why people go through the things that they go through. You can say all sorts of things, but a lot of times I don't know why. People don't know why. But what I do think about nowadays, especially having seen all the patients that I've seen, having heard their stories, is I think about what's so special about me. And it is, it can be a little jarring for people to think about it this way, and it might come off the wrong way, but like, why shouldn't I face adversity or challenges? What's so special about me that exempts me from any of the hardships that anyone else has to go through? And that is going to sound really mean, and it's going to sound as if it's coming from a place of no compassion, but that is totally the opposite. I fully believe that there's a way that we can simultaneously wish that something never happened to either us or the people that we love or the people that we encounter. And at the same time, accept that this is our current reality. Remember in my first episode, the very first episode of this podcast, talked about expectations versus reality, about how fighting reality is one major way that we create suffering in our lives, where we say, this was not supposed to happen to me. This was not part of my life plan. I did not want this, and it's happening to me right now. And I don't like it. I am, this is not part of the plan. And then that struggle, that fight against reality is what causes us distress, is what creates such emotional turmoil in our lives. And here's the thing, what does fighting reality really get us? Honestly, if you really think about it, is your energy that's being expended towards fighting against what is actually happening, does that do you any good? 
And here's the thing, everyone is going to go through that. No one is exempt from normal human feeling, normal human emotions. Of course, when something challenging happens to us, for us, it is, we're all going to go through a period of grief and a period of a lot of introspection and thinking and feeling and all the different emotions that come with facing challenges. And so that's normal. And if you're going through something right now, if you're in the weeds, if you're in the thick of it, the last thing you want to hear, and I know this because I'm exactly that person, the last thing that you want to hear is, how is life happening for you rather than to you? That sentence and the way that I just said it just makes you want to punch them in the face. Okay. You're just like, I'm struggling right now. My marriage is falling apart or I'm in debt or I don't have a relationship with my children or my parents or my siblings that I want to. I'm in a dead end job that I feel absolutely nothing but dread every time I clock in for work. I am vastly unhappy with the state of my health, the state of my body, and all of these things. When you're in the thick of it, no one wants to hear that. And I'm not saying that to you right now in that manner. If you're in the thick of it, as Steve Harvey says, I really like this quote that he says, if you're going through hell, keep going. As in, why would you stop? when you're in hell, right? There is always another side. You are not going to be able to see it while you're in the middle of it, but trust and believe that there is another side and you will get to it. It will probably just take time and you have to just believe that there's going to be a light on the other side that there always will be one, even if you can't see it, even if you don't know what the next step is, it exists and you just have to get through it. So if you're going through something right now, I salute you. I honor you. Hang in there. Okay. But for those of us who may be okay right now, or maybe we're not in a huge state of flux or life transitions or facing something truly, really challenging in our lives, this is a reminder that at some point, hopefully you'll remember this episode or the concepts within it that there are reasons why some things happen for us, some things happen to us. And we don't quite know what those reasons are because in the moment we think that something's not going our way. I didn't get into my first or second choice of my residency match and therefore my life is over. Or I broke up with this person who I thought was the love of my life and now I'll never find love again and I'll never be happy again or I'll never find a partner again. These things in the moment feel absolutely awful. And my patients at the end of life can also say the same thing where they're going through something truly, truly challenging and they just don't understand why. But what sets some of my patients apart from the others is the story that they tell themselves about what's happening. 
it's not that they don't have cancer. It's not that they're, they don't have an illness. It's not that they're not dying. They're all experiencing the same things. It is truly about the meaning that they're deriving, the meaning that they're ascribing to their lived experience. And that is the only difference. That is a huge, huge difference in how we perceive and relate to our world. It is a completely different mindset and your lived experience is completely different when you believe that something is here to challenge you and help you grow rather than to punish you or to make you suffer for something that you did in your past or because you're not a good person and that's why you're having this challenge. It is really truly about how we think about what's happening to us, how we think about what's happening in our lives. And that's why I've spent so much time trying to get this message of purpose and living life intentionally out there. Life blows right past us if we let it. And even when we're aware of how short it is, even when we're aware of how fleeting these moments are, it still flies by right? Just think about where you were a year ago or two years ago. This pandemic has felt just simultaneously like the longest soap opera of our entire lives. And also it's flown right past us. And so when you do have moments of positivity, when you have moments of gratitude, when you have moments of joy in your life, I want you to lean in really, really feel what it's like to be exceedingly over the top happy, what it feels like to laugh until you cry and maybe you pee your pants a little bit because it's not a really, really good cry unless you wet yourself a little bit. (laughs) What can I say? I want you to feel what it's like when you are out there, let's say in nature or just where you live and you find a moment when the sun is in your face and you are marveling at the wonder of nature or human nature for that matter, how someone can just be so giving and so kind and give someone the shirt off their back. I literally had a patient who has the most wonderful disposition. My fellow says, I don't actually have to see this patient every day, but I do because I want to. And he brings so much joy to my life. And uh, this patient speaks Haitian Creole. And every time we get an interpreter on the line, it's a video interpreter. You can see the evolution of their face when they start the encounter to when they're done speaking with this guy because he just radiates pure joy. And he's dying. He's actually, hopefully, should be on a flight home to Haiti right now because he wants to be back home for his final, however much time he has left. And I asked him, I was like, what helps you become like this? What helps you think about life in the way that you are? Because so many of our patients really are do not think or feel the same way you do. I was like, what's been the purpose of your life? What's given you the most joy from all the time that you've lived? And he said, 
It's serving others. It's helping other people. He said, if I have $10 and someone on the street needs something, I'm giving them five. And that's what I hope to leave you all with is this sense of wonder and joy and just such gratitude for the life that we are given. Because any circumstance of events, any tiny little thing that changed means that you are not the person that you are, means that you are not here and maybe you are in a different body, in a different part of the world at a different time. And we should all be incredibly, incredibly grateful for that. And I don't think we do enough of that, to be honest. So if there's one thing I want to leave you with today is try to find a moment of gratitude, try to find something small or something big and just step into that moment where you remember what it was like to feel so grateful for how life happened for you rather than to you. For example, I'm so grateful that I didn't get my first choice or my second choice in residency and I managed to meet these incredible people. And I'm still so happy that we made the decision to go out last night to spend time with these people because the connection with these fellow humans is what really, really lights me up inside. And I hope it does for you as well. So have a wonderful week. Find something that you're grateful for. Find three things that you're grateful for. I know you can do it. And really, really step into that moment. Really feel what it felt like to be in whatever moment it was that you feel so happy that you were able to experience it. And then look at life a little bit differently. So have a wonderful week. And as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. That was our show for today. Thank you so much for allowing us to spend some time together. If you like what you heard and you haven't already, please share with a friend, subscribe, rate, and write a review. You can follow us on Instagram at PurposeFilter and on our website, PurposeFilter.com. Join me next time for another episode. And thanks for listening.